Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NFL. Brady to throw, throws a deep pass downfield. Got Scotty Miller in the open, makes the catch. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Scotty Scooter Miller, and Brady puts it right on the spot. Bucks score with no time left, or very little in the first half. Pass interference, defense, number 20. The ball we place to the spot of the foul. First down, Tampa Bay. Kevin King, where's number 20? And the Bucks get a huge first down by a penalty on third down and four. Did you agree with the decision to kick it there on fourth down? Well, I didn't have a decision on that one. Yeah, that wasn't my decision. But I understand the thinking above two minutes with all of our timeouts, but yeah, that wasn't my decision. Mahomes with Williams in at running back. They're going to fake the... They shovel it inside to Kelsey, and he leaps and dives! Touchdown! Kansas City! A wrinkle! A new wrinkle to Kelsey! Zeus! Drinks from the sweet nectar of the end zone on a shovel pass, and the Chiefs have their biggest lead of the game. The best thing about this team is we believe in each other, and every single time we hit the field, we leave everything we have. Uh, but the job's not finished. Uh, we're going to Tampa, and we're trying to run it back. The defending champs and Tom Brady's Buccaneers. There it is. The Super Bowl is set. But PK, first we get to mull over the AFC and NFC title games. The highlights, the lowlights, the questionable decisions, the almost questionable decisions. Why aren't the Bucks going for it on fourth and one? They're across midfield with less than 20 seconds left in the half. Wait, Brady's coming off the bench. They are going for it. And they get a touchdown. And then at the end of the game, what in the world are they kicking a field goal for? Are they really sure they're getting the ball back? Because I'm not sure they're getting the ball back. And now there's anybody else on Twitter right now. Uh, yeah, sure, fine. I mean, that was questionable. Uh, who's to say they would have gotten it at fourth down? So well, that you can go back and forth on that forever and ever in that situation. The thing that uh, Green Bay needs to point to is the end of that first half. That's completely and totally inexcusable. Pass interference, run him over, punch him in the head, do something. Don't allow Scott Miller or Scotty Miller to get deep, like get behind you and into the end zone. At least tackle him in the field of play. It's, I don't understand how in the world that that could possibly happen. That, to me... That was the most critical physical and mental error of that game and one of the most uh, egregious that I've seen in a good while with clock and circumstance there. And don't don't let that happen. I can't say it enough. It doesn't apply in baseball because it's 27 outs and there's no clock, but Rick Majerus told you a gazillion times, and it applies in so many sports, you got to know time and score. Time and score. you got to know it if you're going to be out on the field. Yeah, the score is somewhat irrelevant in that situation. It's more time. And, yeah, and it turned out to be just gigantic. But that was a shocker that that play actually was able to come to pass. Literally. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, Tom Brady throws three second-half interceptions, but it doesn't matter. The defense bails him out, and he did throw them well downfield. You know, there were no big returns, pick sixes, anything like that. But nonetheless, they got away with that, and they get the win, and they get out of Green Bay. And as for the Chiefs, uh, as they typically do, there were five or ten minutes at the start of the game that weren't so good. They got behind nine to nothing, which given what we've seen out of the Chiefs, 
nah, they can come back from that. And sure enough, three touchdowns on three possessions, and it wasn't over, but it sure felt like it. Yeah, their offense is really a thing of beauty when it's going. In a sense, the way the Jazz are going right now reminds me of the similar. Watching the Jazz play offense right now as we speak during this last uh, couple of weeks here has really been a thing of beauty. And then when you look at KC's offense, when they get it going and they're in gear, they really are a thing of beauty too. And they become unstoppable with so many weapons and the way they move the ball around and the way Mahomes can complete every throw as well as anybody really as well as everybody who's ever played. I'm not saying he's the greatest ever or whatnot, but uh, we'll see because he's just barely getting started. So check back in about 10 years to see where he ends up. But it is something to watch with those guys, and they become unstoppable. So then if you have a turnover or two on your offense, you just give KC all the momentum because they're probably going to score when they need to and they had it going on. Bills didn't really play that bad. It's just the KC is just that good. Odds are out. Chiefs are three-point favorites over Tampa to repeat as the Super Bowl champs in a week from Sunday in the Super Bowl. Now, does that mean it's even? Because don't you usually give the home team three? I realize you're giving KC six. Yeah, so that really means on a neutral field it would be six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Although I don't know that they're really doing the home field thing because you don't have the fans and the noise and the disruption and whatever impact that has on the refs. They've never had a home team be be in their home stadium for a season. Right, and now they are, but they're going to have – they say they're going to have 22,000 fans there, and I assume that a chunk of those are going to be corporate America. corporate They're taking taking care of some of the national advertisers. Yeah, I mean, it's the first time, and I wouldn't think that there would be much of a difference there as far as I, – I don't really buy home field that much in NFL anyway, especially at, at this level. It's it's about playing better than the other team. Well, Tampa Bay has done that. They've won three straight playoff games on the road, and, of course, they had only beaten one playoff team in the regular season. So if you want to draw another comparison to the Jazz, when Quinn Snyder says, yeah, it's great, but we're not a quarter way through the season, we have to keep improving, there's a Bucks team that – literally has kept improving. Uh, they really struggled against playoff teams in the regular season, but when it really matters in the playoffs, they're 3-0 against playoff teams. So keep getting better, fix your problems, and who knows. And for Tampa Bay, well, they're in the Super Bowl for the first time in almost two decades, and Brady's in his 10th. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Well, the transfer portal looks a lot like free agency, and now it's starting to look like trades, PK. Texas Tech quarterback Alan Bowman announced he will leave the Red Raiders as a graduate transfer. He started this past year for Matt Wells, but was benched in favor of Henry Columbia for four games, who, of course, was at Utah State and transferred to Texas Tech. Bowman started for parts of three seasons in Lubbock and has three seasons of eligibility remaining. Holy cow. <laughs> Bonus years, you get to play four games, the red shirt, there's all kinds of stuff. You got a medical red shirt. Got a medical red shirt for the third one. So the Aggies search for a quarterback. Well, you got a you know you got another contestant now. I would go to Utah. Join the crowd. Many have, yes. <laughs> uh, one hundred thirty-one players from the college ranks were on the NFL's early entry draft list that was released over the weekend, including BYU Junior's Zach Wilson 
and Brady Christensen. So we file that under no surprise on the local scene then. Yeah, uh, Zach's living down in California. Lisa went down, got all choked up because uh, Zach still needs her and wants her to come back. It was a touching video that Lisa put out. True story. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie about that. I oh, know. I saw it too, though. DJ's kind of looking at me like, what in the world is he talking <laughs> about? <laughs> no, I know what he's talking about. It's just how much he loves these Instagram personal stories. Well, I'm just pointing it out that he's down in SoCal training and mom went down and she got choked up. She, she's a crier. Looks like a beautiful place he's living at, doing his training. And he was tired, sleeping on the couch, and yeah, I think, I think people want to know this stuff. She must think people want to know this stuff. She puts it out there. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Jazz up 74-47. Donovan rise and fire. Three. Got it. 77. 47, Utah by 30 at the half. Donovan Mitchell hits the Jazz 13th three of the half. Wow. Curry gives it up to Wiseman. Bounces to Draymond right block. Curry comes and gets it. Thinks about a three to pass Reggie Miller. Doesn't take it. Now drives on Gobert. Snakes it back out to Green. Resets Curry. Right corner three. Got it. He's number two all time on the NBA list of three-pointers made. Steph Curry. Bogdanovich works off a Gobert pick, low dribble in the lane, tries to get rid of it, baseball passes it out to Conley, fires the three, give me my palindrome! 74-47, Utah up! Highlights from the Jazz win as they roll to an easy victory, up by as many as 40 points. They improved to 12-4 and on the air as they blow out the Warriors. Because the Jazz were good, but the Warriors were bad. That was... A very unimpressive performance from them. They didn't they didn't really look like they wanted to defend in the first half, and the Jazz hit a bunch of shots, and that was the end of that. Yes, it was. Jazz are back in action against the Knicks. 7 o'clock, Living Smart Home Arena, Tuesday night. They'll go for their ninth straight victory. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Out on the right wing, Leonard near side corner, pump fake, baseline drive, gets the rim, and skies for the slam. Kawhi Light number 27. Who knows? Infinite Kawhi Light tonight. He's got 34. Cross-court pass picked off by Jalen Brown. He will go the distance and a pick two for Jalen. Timeout, J.B. Bickerstaff. Lillard across the logo at center court. Crosses over a couple of times in front of Barrett. Steps to the side. Three-pointer again. He buries it. 23 for Damian Lillard. He is on fire. Hayward holding for the last shot. One-on-one with Fournier. Left-handed dribble. Into the paint. Off the bump. The lay-in. It's good. Seven-tenths of a second to go. And the Hornets get all the way to the 10. And Gordon Hayward makes it a two-point lead for Charlotte's. Highlights from around the league. Busy weekend. You just heard uh, Gordon Hayward with the game winner there as Charlotte beats Orlando 107-104. Hornets two games under 500 in the East after that win. Uh, you also heard Damian Lillard going crazy. He had a big game. He had 39. The Blazers beat the Knicks 116-113. Knicks will be off today and then here to play the Jazz tomorrow. And also you heard the Clippers beat the Thunder. Jazz won eight in a row, but the Clippers have won seven in a row. 
So Kawhi Leonard went for 34 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. Paul George, who had been putting up some really good numbers all month long, had a bad game, but didn't matter as the Clippers win anyway and get their win streak to 7 in a row. They're 13-4, and four, so are the Lakers, half game in front of the Jazz. Yeah, those three teams at the top of the West are just doing a lot of winning out of the last uh, 23 games, I think, amongst those three. I think they're like 22-1. and one. Yeah. Lakers lost a game somewhere in there. I don't remember off the top of my head where it was. But uh, those three really just winning at just an astounding rate. Lakers lost to the Warriors. That's the one. Other than that, it's a long string of W's for everybody. And because of that, they've really pulled away in the West and gotten some separation from everybody else. The other teams are mostly bouncing around the 500 range. Blazers and Nuggets have gotten a little over that. But it's three games back to the Blazers and three and a half back to the Nuggets. So a little separation there for the top three. Yeah, I think there's, uh, beyond those three, I think there's seven teams in the West that are within a game of Mm -hmm. one another. Uh, with the Blazers win, it's now gone to a game and a half. But your overall point, yeah, everybody's everybody's bunched up. Uh, other games, uh, the Celtics blew out the Cavs, 33 for Jalen Brown. And the Bucks handled the Hawks easily. Antetokounmpo went for 27. And the Grizzlies just aren't playing. Five straight games postponed. They're dealing with COVID-19 issues. Sixth game postponed overall, tied with Washington for the most in the NBA. Grizzlies are uh, are in that group you talk about, sitting there at seven and six. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of life in this situation to go big picture and be far more dramatic. Life goes on, and it goes on with or without you. And so we got a lot of folks that want to be victims these days, and that's great, and you're a victim, and but life's going to go on. It's a question of whether you're going to jump aboard and do something about your victimhood or you're just going to wallow in it. Is this going to go on with or without you? And I wonder what the league would do, say, if this was the Lakers. Would it be a bigger story? Yes. Everything's a bigger story when it's the Lakers. To what level? What the league would do about it is an excellent question. I, I think yeah. to a massive level. <laughs> I think I think to a huge level. Uh, are they going to be concerned about making up games for a glamour team that's having a fabulous, is off to a fabulous start? In the case of the Lakers, they're the defending champs. Yes, I think you'd see everything done possible to make up those games. Are they going to do that for a team that's in a smaller market and is okay? You're seven and six, you're okay. But well, they're going to try to make up the games, but they're not holding up the league for you. <laughs> the, the league is is going to go on. I don't know that they're going to hold the playoffs up for you either. So good luck with that. And maybe it'll work in your favor. Maybe you'll have just enough of a winning percentage and you'll be okay. And maybe you won't be. But the playoffs will go on. But for the Lakers, I think they really want the Lakers to get 72 games in. And they will do what they can to make that happen. I mean, it could get to a point that you just... You can't do it. I mean, the Big Ten was going to do almost anything they could for Ohio State, but Ohio State didn't play some games. But they sure changed the rule to get Ohio State in the Big Ten title game. So. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Well, BYU's got a four-game win streak. They beat Pepperdine. Wondered if they were going to blow that at the end, PK, but they righted the ship. They had a big lead, 
Pepperdine got close, and then BYU with a good run at the end of the game to pull away when 65-54. And they are now 4-1 in conference with their fourth straight win. Pepperdine's got a couple nice players, Ross and Edwards there. I'll give them that. But I never really felt like they were going to take over the game. Uh, BYU was okay there. It wasn't one of their better games, but... You know, they've got enough uh, diversified offense to get the job done, and I think they're a much better defensive team than they have been in recent years. So, And they're still playing a bunch of nobodies. Uh, I mean, we can pump up Pepperdine to be uh, All whoever that. we want. But, I mean, they still – I'll give them a couple of decent players. But other than that, you should be able to beat these guys. You know, I think when they go down there this week might be a different story, but I felt that they were in control and they got the job done. Well, they're up by 16, and Pepperdine got within three, but the last three minutes were were all BYU. They closed it out on a NATO run, and they get the win. The Utes, huge turnovers down the stretch. They're up by 12 early. They were still in control with five minutes to go. But Washington scores the last seven points of the game, a series of turnovers for the Utes, who scored only two points in the last three and a half minutes. And they blow a completely winnable game and lose to Washington 83-79. Timmy Allen had 15 points and 10 assists, but the end of the game was just a mess. It was, yeah. They just don't know how to win consistently. It's not a talent issue. And Larry wanted to put it on coach. And you can see listening to him uh, and watching his facial expressions in the Zoom after it, I mean, it's really wearing on him, as it should be. Because this is a team that's capable of winning games, Wait, more games, three, four, five more games maybe than they should have. Uh, I had somebody tell me, well, he realizes they're not going to buy him out, so he's okay, uh, and maybe that's the case. And you know, they don't really play seniors unless I'm missing somebody. But you never know what the Utes and really college basketball, uh, who's going to leave. Tim Allen, is he going to find his way out the door and do something else? So you could say, well, all these guys are coming back. Well, you don't know that. I can't, I can't say that, that these guys are who's coming back, who's not going to come back. I won't know that until the spring and summer and as we get closer to next August. Uh, if you're looking for that, well, we can't keep saying next year, three years in a row. <laughs> I guess you can. Well, this will but... be five years without the NCAA tournament, and this is going to be three years without the NIT, the way they're going. I mean, they got a 6-7 and seven record, so. Yeah, I don't even know that they're going to have an NIT. They may not. So, as far as the wins they should have had, this one, uh, which led Washington out of last place. Now Cal's in last place, and Utah should have won that game. And then UCLA was there for the taking, and obviously they blew a halftime lead against the Buffaloes in another winnable game. Oh, yeah, and then so, Oregon. Oregon, yeah. So you're right. You can get to 3-4-5 pretty quickly. All right, Utah State. Sin City tonight playing UNLV, 7 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. The zone coverage will begin at 6.30. Scotty G will have the call here on the Zone Sports Network. The Aggies 9-1 and one as they get ready for uh, two games with UNLV. Vegas is one of those teams you're talking about. Uh, nothing stops for you, PK. They've had a bunch of games canceled. The Aggies have played 10 conference games. Vegas has played four. Yeah. I'd have to check and see. They may have had a bye week in there. It's an 11-team league, so that may not be six cancellations, but it's at least four. So, 
All right, what is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider at 8 o'clock. Jason Cole, longtime NFL reporter, author of seven books, going to join us at 9 o'clock to talk Super Bowl. All of that on the way. Right now, we're joined by Andrew Reinhardt, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? We are doing well. And, Andrew, you are back with a message about ED. You know, a lot of guys, they want this to be true. They've heard you talk about this. But uh, they also want to hear about, you know, some science and some clinical studies to back it up. And you've got those now. Yeah, we do. We were, so four years ago, we were one of the only ones saying that the acoustic wave therapy we use opens up blood vessels. It can reverse erectile dysfunction. And there was not a lot of science. Today, over 40 clinical studies, they're on the science page, by the way, at wasatchmedicalclinic.com. Cambridge has studied this. And I won't bore you with all the details, but they all basically conclude the same thing, that this regrows blood vessels in this part of the body. Uh, It can do so for younger guys, older guys, prostate problems, diabetes, um, every kind of health condition. I think this is a revolution. I think the pills are a thing of the past. If you're out there struggling with ED or you just want to improve the intimacy with your significant other, I'll tell you what, a few short 10-minute treatments, and I've seen thousands of guys turn their lives around. Usually when you come on the air, you got a special offer, so I'm assuming you've got a special offer. We do, and we've got Valentine's Day coming up, so we do have a special offer. The worst thing you can do if you're struggling with ED is nothing, because I've never seen uh, the problem get better on its own. So call us right now. We are answering phones this early. You're going to meet with the doctor for free. He's going to do an assessment and exam. He'll test your blood flow with a blood flow ultrasound. Really cool. Uh, Special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. Maybe that's for Valentine's Day. And new patients even get free testosterone. So a ton for free. Give us a call. Uh, No charge. Guys. You can call Wasatch Medical for that special offer right now. You can claim it. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Call Andrew right now at 801-901-8000. Andrew, thanks for coming on this morning. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. DJ and PK, coming up, the question of the day. And Shaq has provided it yet again. What a guy! DJ, PK, and Shaq, next on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.